0: This is Puck Here, New Zealand's hockey podcast, with your hosts Logan Swinkles and Joe Jury. Hey guys, welcome to Puck Here. We are New Zealand's hockey podcast. I'm your host Logan Swinkles, and with me, as always, is the very sexy Ginger Ninja Joe Jury. What a what an introduction that is. Well, I mean... So early in the morning as well. I know. We're, we're recording this uh, before work. We normally do this kind of stuff after work, but uh, you've actually got a concert tonight, so... Yeah. Are you going to that? I'm not. Now, this is the Taking Back Sunday concert that it we've is. been talking about for basically the life of this podcast, uh, which by the way, this is episode 10. Oh, we've made it to 10. We've made it to 10, so there's no backing out now. No, we're, we're going to
1: just keep... We're just going to Harry and Lloyd it and just keep doing it.
0: Yeah. Um, So on this week's podcast, uh, we've we've got quite a bit to get through here. This should be a good one. We've got the Melbourne ice being ghosted by none other than Justin Bieber. Uh, Crosby versus McDavid. Is it better than Crosby versus Ovechkin? We have random acts of kindness going viral. The magical app that will bring your favorite food to you and i've tried that already and it's freaking amazing and we also have jonathan hawks joining us from the ahl's ontario reign let's get kicked into that how's, how's it going
2: jonathan it's going well guys how are you today
0: not too bad not too bad it's um
1: this is a weird situation you're like a robot in the corner of the room and uh me and logan are sitting here it's it's very futuristic
2: well being <laughs> There's being like, from Hollywood, I'll naturally be giving you detailed notes at the end of the uh, uh, podcast <laughs> Here's what we can improve.
0: No, net, we don't want the network notes. We don't want the network notes.
2: I can tell you after the 30 seconds, we're, we need to make this a solo podcast. The duo thing is <laughs> important. <really doesn't> <laughs> we're,
0: we're already being replaced by, by another guy in the corner on the laptop. Uh, so, yeah, Jonathan Hawks. he is the service one of the service executives for the Ontario Reign. Can you tell us exactly what that does, what that role entails?
2: Sure. So in, in my capacity, um, it's it's really kind of the best of both worlds because I get to work in hockey and I get to constantly interact with hockey fans. So a service executive is someone who basically... Um, we, at, at our team, we have, uh, five service executives who basically take all of our season ticket members and we're basically in charge of making sure they're happy when they're out at games, they're bringing their friends to Ontario rain games and they remain, uh, members of the Ontario rain, um, in years overhead. So basically, you know, when you call a guy who, uh, you know, the same guy who you always buy a car from, well, I'm the same guy you always buy tickets from.
1: Nice. So you're like a, you're like a party dude. You just make people have a good time
2: that's really my job and that's a lot of fun to do on a day <laughs> so is that
0: the you're the van wilder of hockey
2: yeah no basically like hey yeah you know that it, it it's it's fun because especially in minor league sports the dedication towards service is is kind of a nouveau thing um you know it's something that's more adopted from the major leagues obviously and that was a, something out of necessity due to the fact that, well, you know, if you're the, the Los Angeles Kings who are the parent club of the Ontario Reign and you have 18,000 <laughs> people there on a nightly basis, you obviously need a kind of central cast of characters to keep all those people happy. And, and so the fact that our organization does that, extends that to um, even their minor league affiliate is something really cool.
0: Now, you, uh, as you mentioned, the Ontario Reign are the af- AHL affiliate of the LA Kings. Um, would most Reign fans also be Kings fans? And what's the loyalty like amongst the
2: fans? It, it's, it's very interesting. Obviously, the American Hockey League is new to the West Coast of the United States. Um, and and, and it's, it's something where I can definitely, I think you and I can uh, find some common ground in being niche fans because for the longest time, there's always the bias that, well, west coast fans fans who don't live in traditional hockey markets aren't the same thing as you know your east coast original six hockey fans and through my experience um i can quantitatively say that's not the case i actually um I was never a hockey fan growing up. I grew up in the midwestern United States, which is pretty heavy into hockey, but it was just never really my sport. And it wasn't until I moved to California after I went to college. I, I literally went to my first hockey game on January third, two thousand nine. I remember it was a uh, two to one shutout over the uh, two to one uh, shoot shootout win over the um, Philadelphia Flyers, and and it was actually my second date with my now wife. Aww. So she yeah, so she could actually say it's it's the. Um, it was the greatest date and the worst date she ever had. It was the greatest date because she saw herself as a diehard Kings fan. Sorry, Joe, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the worst date because after about ten minutes, I was not paying attention to her whatsoever. I was <laughs> I was dead in, and she was born and raised a diehard LA Kings fan. So you know, it's um the the California is really booming, especially on the West Coast in terms of of hockey fandom. We uh, the the American Hockey League expanded. Five teams in 2015 from their East Coast um, affiliates to the West Coast to be closer to their parent clubs, whether you have Los Angeles um, out in Ontario, Anaheim in in beautiful San Diego, um, Bakersfield uh, for Edmonton, Stockton for Calgary, and San Jose right in the SAP Center with San Jose. So it's really been awesome for fans to... Always, we've never been able to see the prospects of our top, you know, the top prospects for our teams. Because before, if you were a Los Angeles Kings fan, you'd have to wait to see somebody called up from Manchester, New Hampshire, which is five, you know, I mean, quite literally a continent away. And the same thing for Anaheim in Norfolk, Virginia. So it's really been awesome that these fans can come out and see their top prospects. And I wouldn't say so much that the fans are. Um, necessarily Los Angeles Kings fans. I think they're hockey fans and they're really excited that a top level of hockey has come along and come to these uh, towns because before, with, with no disrespect to the East, ECHL, the East Coast Hockey League, which is what we were before, it's just really a night and day in terms of the product on the ice.
1: So you're like a, um, you're like a Gary Bittman kind of California dream. You moved to California and then became a hockey fan. That's it's like his. Quite, I,
2: I've I've literally told when I when I got the chance. Uh, you know, I started out in Ontario when we were the East Coast Hockey League, and we were acquired by the Los Angeles Kings, when we were the AC became the HL affiliate. I said, I literally am what you guys have been trying to do in this market i was completely unaffiliated with hockey had i mean beyond seeing obviously like mighty ducks as a kid and I mean. and became and then became diehard i mean like quite literally you can you can quiz me i, I my father-in-law has had seasoned seats since to the kings since the mid 70s I know probably, arguably, as much about hockey as he does now.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> uh, one one thing uh, I noticed while I was living in Toronto, I went to a bunch of um, Leafs and Marlies games. But the biggest difference I noticed between the the NHL and the AHL clubs was the type of fan uh, each team attracted. You know, you had the Leafs; they're the big boys, and tickets aren't cheap. So you had your suits, and you know what you like your social media influencers, whoever. But the Mali's, it to me, it always felt a lot more accessible. You had more families and they could go out and enjoy the game. Is it kind of like that as well with the rain?
2: Yeah, it's absolutely the case. And and in fact, I would say in terms of marketing in our competition, it's 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 not so much that we're competing with other hockey teams or other sporting events. We're competing with what families spend their entertainment dollar with. You know, you have here in Southern California, you're blessed with um, you know, it's, it's not even technically winter yet. I mean, spring yet. And we have, it's probably about 35 here today. I'm doing the quick Celsius conversion in my head. So good just man. under 90 degrees. Holy it's, uh, shit! God, that sounds so good. Yeah, it's burning up here today and you have the mountains, you have the beach, you have um, everything in, in quite accessible areas. So you have to make sure the price is right and you have to make sure the, uh, the The building is incredible, and and I'm I'm excited if you guys ever make it out here. We play at this place called Citizens Business Bank Arena in Ontario, which seats about nine thousand four hundred people, and it's got a really steep steep rake. So even when you're on the top level, it basically feels like you're perched right on the ice, and it's just it's incredible from a hockey perspective. And the 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 great thing we can truly say about about our building is there's not a bad seat on the ice, and the team's extremely good. I mean, we went to the Western conference final of the Calder cup before we ran into the, uh, <laughs> the saw that was Zach Orensky of the then <laughs> Lake Erie monsters. So, you know, it's, it's, it's really cool to, to see that beyond just the NHL on the pro level that the, um, uh, top pro level in terms of development is, is thriving in the United States. The, the American hockey league last year had more people ever come to it than ever. And, and, um, it, 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 it it keeps growing, and that's because they're really focused on making sure that the price is right and that the uh, the the value and the product is really good as well.
1: It's a uh, it's a genius move as well uh, to have a hockey team in California, based out of Ontario as well, because you you'll trick some people thinking it's based in Canada. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh- you would be you would be amazed at the amount of resumes we get from Sarnia and Guelph, and <laughs> Ontario. That that they're like, I'm like, well, it tricked me at I, first. I'll yeah, be. a little bit, but yeah, no, there's no there's no doubting uh, San Diego, and uh, it's it's really cool. I mean, it's a great league to work for because we know that um, you know we're while we compete on the ice, since we are a minor league division, um, that we through collaborate collaboration with our other team partners it, it's amazing I can call it my counterpart down at the san Diego goals if i need something to happen for a fan and he can just do the same thing and that's and amazing. well we'll 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 spend the other five minutes uh talking crap about each other's teams but then you know <laughs> you know best we like to say best friends uh on uh off the ice and blood enemies on the ice that's also awesome. <laughs> but but it's it, it's funny how how that you know it I, I, it's funny. It's kind of how I became familiar with you guys. So, I, 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 I've long been a giant fan of New Zealand. I actually been to New Zealand three times, and and this is kind of how we became known to each other. And I wasn't. I, you got to tell your buddy. There's my friend who lives down in Nelson, John Broadbent, one of the other diehard Anaheim oh. Ducks fans, and
1: he's a uh, massive fan of this podcast as well. Yeah, he loves to rip
0: us apart. So
2: calls it's us awesome. out every episode. <laughs> So I've known John for a, oh my God almost 15 years, and through when we used to be in the far dark reaches of the internet back on the message board heydays of like 2002, 2003. He never tried to get me to become an Anaheim Ducks fan, and I'm actually now very thankful for that.
1: Uh, we've got so many fans we don't need we don't need anymore. We've got we've got heaps.
2: <laughs> but, I don't know that could be a mark of respect, <laughs> but it, it's it, it's it's weird because I really identify with you guys because while you you know obviously hockey has a niche following. Uh, in new zealand i'm also a huge fan of cricket which is most people just give me a blank stare here which i'm sure that ice hockey probably get a blank stare in new zealand
0: oh yeah Yeah. at at, at work because i'm i guess at work i'm considered the ice hockey guy if anything ever happens in the world of ice hockey uh and and say just this week as an example the the game the longest game ever played You know, that's the only time um, when hockey gets mentioned in this country or if there's a big fight. I remember there was a there was a beauty with the Bruins a few months ago that got featured on the news here. Uh, And yeah, you do kind of get this blank stare in a way that you're like, oh, hockey. How did you get into hockey and why hockey? Uh, So spinning back to you there, let's let's go with the cricket thing for a little bit because Joe is. Joe's a huge cricket fan, myself not so really, I, I'm more of a baseball man, but uh, how did this all happen for you?
2: And I actually came to know you guys because of my, you know, quietly searching through what I could find in the United States about cricket, so I, I studied abroad in London when I was in, in college, and I actually happened to be right across the street from um, Lords during the very big... Um, England Australia Ashes of two thousand six the one where England finally beat Australia after you know twenty years of, of not winning. Luckily, I didn't become an England fan or an Australia fan. Thank far. God, thank <laughs> God for that. Jeez. Yeah, so I'm I'm actually in honor of being on this podcast. I'm proudly wearing my um, uh, black caps ODI shirt right now. And, oh wow. Um, wow, what a good man! So yeah, so I I'd always wanted to visit New Zealand, and I knew uh, John through chatting with him on the internet. So I actually visited. Um, I, I I really enjoyed watching that, Ashes, and of course, I didn't know really anything about the sport, tried to follow it. And so in 2007, I went to um, uh, New Zealand, and I spent two weeks in the country, and I was lucky enough to come at that time during the summer, the Southern summer. So I actually went to an ODI against uh, Sri Lanka at Eden Park in Auckland, and it was a really great time, and it was amazing because we all got drunk. We were all excited <laughs> for um, a big response from New Zealand after uh, Sri Lanka got 273, and New Zealand was promptly bowled out for like seventy one.
1: I was at. I was also at that game, I, and it you was a massive.
2: It was January six, two thousand seven, yep. at Eden Park in And like, and I've never seen trash being thrown onto a pitch. Like, <laughs> we,
1: we um, <laughs> we went late because we were like we were at preloading at at our house. I guess, um, kind of um. Because it's way cheaper to drink at home. It's and a New Zealand to, tradition, by yeah, the way. Going down, oh, yeah. going down to the game. So we missed the entire Sri Lankan innings. So we just turned up for the New Zealand innings, thinking, "Oh, this is going to be a great run chase." And we were at home in the next hour.
2: <laughs> so I, I kind of just very long. Uh, it stuck with me, and I and I kind of even though they got they were completely embarrassed on the field. I, I was like, you know what? I, I I dig New Zealand. I dig this country. I, I, they're going to be my team. So I've actually always since then followed them like Brendan McCollum's my favorite cricketer of all time. And, and it, and I just like that it's become more and more accessible because ESPN in the U S actually bought up all the rights for pretty much all of new international cricket with, the exception of India and Australia, so I can watch it anytime I want for free here without paying anything. And so I get to check in on, on my uh, Kiwis every once in a while, and uh, um, it was just a lot of fun. I, I, me and my wife uh, were just down in New Zealand. Um, the last time around, this last July, and what was really, really heartening to see, and I, I think it's kind of the same appetite for niche sport and something that's different, is we were just amazed at how prevalent the hockey culture really is becoming we were we saw the rink in queenstown where the southern stampede play and just seeing these kids with all these uh, hodgepodge uniforms put together with like carolina hurricane pants and vancouver <laughs> it's like it's it's really awesome and and the, i was wearing my king's jacket and i went bungee jumping in taupo and the guy trying and, and i'm like i'm like dude roll me into this roll me into this boat. Like I'm hanging upside down and he's got his penguins hat on and he's, he's trying to talk, puck with me (laughs) while I like, like I'm literally suspended upside down on this rope. So it's, it's really cool. It, 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 I think it's, it's great. And I love, you know, I, I just hope that what you guys are doing, especially to kind of do outreach, like just like, I wish I could have the same type of thing. I think T20 as a, as a a brand of cricket in the U S could actually be really successful because there's huge, of amounts of expat communities, like in um, here in Los Angeles, we actually have an amazing cricket ground, um, but it's just mostly um, expats and, and descendants who play it. So it's one of those things where if you can get the right type of exposure, if you can show that it's still, you know, obviously Test cricket, No DI cricket has real no future in this country, but something like t <laughs> Twenty could be. I mean, I mean, I, I'll be honest. Test cricket t- tests the bounds of oh, even yeah. my patience. So yeah, that that's
1: uh, why. Yeah, yeah. That's why the ACC don't do it because it would it would probably actually kill them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
2: I mean, I, I don't think I don't see how they don't die of alcohol poisoning during the ODI. I mean, uh, alone. so but but yeah, that was the one thing that it man, if I ever became if I was a quasi fan of New Zealand cricket, then the, the, it was really the World Cup of 2015 and the guys of the ACC, which is how I came across your um, podcast in the first place, really. Kind of made me the. I just think that is absolutely brilliant what they do, and and I know I don't think it. I mean, you guys would have a better answer. Is it pretty much kind of laughed at or frowned upon by the official board in in New Zealand, or do they just kind of like with a humorously suffer it? Like, what are they? What is their opinion of the ACC?
1: Uh the the like the team and the and the board and everything are supportive of it. It's the um, it's the kind of bigger
0: the official broadcaster. Yeah, the
1: broadcasters aren't really that bigger fans of us um i think they kind of thought it was a for the world cup it was like a one-off thing and then um they just haven't gone away which is uh, so at the start they were like oh these guys are just here to do this for a year that's fine we'll humor them and now it's kind of becoming bigger and bigger and bigger um, it's
2: it's it's so great because i i was watching a game the other day and i'm sorry we're dovetailing from hockey a lot but this is so great <laughs> i was i was i now I Heart Radio, In the United States, their stream is blacked out, so I can't listen to it live anymore. But there was this... I was listening to all the really boring... Oh, my God, these guys were so insufferable. Like, uh, the the guys who were just literally the Sky broadcasters for New Zealand. And they show (laughs) show that all the players are down huddled around the wagon you know the caravan excited to talk to these guys and they're just basically so jealous of them they're just like <laughs> oh it looks like they're down at the acc and well i well, guess you can't i guess taste isn't everything you know yeah, <laughs> like so i i was like pumping my hip- fist in the air i love seeing the steady the ship hats in the crowd it's awesome i love it i think it's great can we
0: uh joe i don't know if you have the power to do so but i really think we should get jonathan a steely of the ship hat
1: we can absolutely do that we can that's
2: and now it's summer here see we need to we need to get the united states involved because then we could have really have the perfect season all year round especially in california you could play cricket nine months out of the year oh man
1: (laughs) If, if you can get the acc to to america that would be absolutely next level
2: I I'd love to write about it just simply from a thing that you just don't see it. It's it's perfect for that type of sartorial wet. It's just it's such an old fuddy duddy game, and taking that modern <laughs> perspective of it, they're just it's 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 so great. I mean, I, I I can still hear them just screaming the hairy javelin in my ear on the World Cup. <laughs> yeah. It was the greatest thing ever.
1: To kind of put it full circle though, like the because I do the Twitter account for the ACC and the, and the social. And he is that- the uh,
0: he is what you would consider the boyfriend of the ACC Instagram. <laughs> nice. So, um, but that that kind of approach was the way that we do it
1: was basically a direct influence from the way that Pat did it for the Kings for the Twitter oh, Pat account. Pat
2: Donahue, absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
1: So like, when they were doing that in two thousand and fourteen, I was kind of like, "This is amazing. Who? What kind of sports team takes this kind of direct approach?" Um, so we kind of not copied, but took that influence to how we would like the the acc twitter account to be just funny taking the piss out of the other teams and just having a good time really
2: and, and ultimately my team brings it one if you want to talk about really bringing it full circle we have the guy who basically pioneered fan social engagement especially as it comes to pro athletes paul bissonette biznasty 2.0 <laughs> is on our team so you know it's 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 funny when you talk to somebody and everybody wants to talk to bissonette and i'm like yeah he has a uh, 10 times as many Twitter followers as our entire team does.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This He is awesome. Yeah, Yeah,
2: he's, he's the best, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's good. Niche sports, I think have that wave. Just everyone's getting blown out on football, American football, Euro football. Of, of everything like that that niche sports definitely with the internet can truly kind of find their way. And that's why I was, I would like the sad, I was so sad to hear the news about the NZIHL not streaming. We were watching them. I, we like, we would throw it on at like, uh, we literally were watching that here cause we want to see what these guys are made of down in New Zealand. So now that they're taking away the streaming, you know, it's, uh, it it's, it, it's, it's hard. It, it, but there will always be a market for, for that.
0: Well, from a, will just have to point out uh, here so that they don't get angry at us. Uh, You know, there apparently is still going to be streaming. It's just going to be different. It may not be to the same level of quality to what you've seen. And that's awesome that you guys were watching it uh, down in California. Oh, up in California, I should say. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But um, so you mentioned that you'd been to Queenstown and everything last year um, with your lovely wife. And congratulations, by the way, you're expecting.
2: Baby girl. Yes. She will be a... Like I, it, I just can't imagine this kid trying to comprehend the, the, the difference between hockey and cricket, like in terms of momentum, because <laughs> if they run at the same time, like this kid's going to be utterly confused when I start with
0: one day. and yeah, I know we'll
2: start with one. <laughs>
0: um, but the thing is, is that, uh, Kiwis on a whole, we love to hear about what foreigners think of New Zealand when they come here. Uh, so what, what were some of your favorite experience experiences from the last time you were here?
2: Uh, favorite experiences, um, you gotta, I mean, it's, it's amazing, right? It's like this, it's, it's if you could turn California into a national park. I mean, they're basically the same size, but you're just utterly gobsmacked by the pastoral nature of it. And, and it's an ultra modern country with ultra modern trappings that, you know, you might, you could literally drive a whole day without seeing somebody, um, always, I mean, the South Island is obviously preferential to that just because it's where I spent pro much of the time. But, you know, it, it, it was interesting, too, because I, I uh, it, it's for me, I had to kind of find my way around without uh, just just wanting to just stop and, and and like live here. Like, do I really have to go back? Like, do I have to? ultimately come back cuz i remember the last time i visited back in 2007 a guy just jumped off our tour bus and says well i'm living here now and this was at Stu- stewart <laughs> island and and i checked in on him a few years ago and yes he was still there wow. so um obviously um queenstown taupo i just i, I love the, the the good nature the people are very chill here it's actually it's actually i i would say new zealand and california are are, are cousins in more way than you would think just because they kind of have a relaxed laid back nature and um, uh, just it's just the most gobsmackingly like, gorgeous country you've ever seen. So I, I love New Zealand. All I time. hope
0: tourism New Zealand are listening to this podcast yeah. right now, and they're just like, oh, yes, yes. <laughs>
2: uh, is that is it hard? Do they have? Because I mean, it, and and it's it's something where. I, I mean, they got to just, reduce. It's it, everybody I know literally wants to visit New Zealand at some point in their life and they just haven't to. And I think that's kind of one of those, it's rare to find that. I think I know a lot of people say like, well, I want to visit the United States, maybe not during the next four years, but that's <laughs> not going to there, hopefully. You really but, think yeah. he's going to last four years? <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, I know. That's a great, yeah, I know. We'll see what happens.
1: Well, then. I was going to say you guys can just, um, California can just, when you separate from the United States, just become a part of New Zealand.
0: Yeah,
2: I I mean it, I I hate to say that we outnumber you, but I think that's it's more of you can join us and it'll be. <laughs> yeah, I, awesome. I I am it's
0: honestly like okay with that.
2: Million to three million, so um, th- I mean you can't you can't beat the experiences of just I just the every time you come the, the the idea that we were right in the middle of the hottest driest summer in our in California's history last summer, and then to just blink and all of a sudden I'm in the middle of up to my waste and snow in, in the South Island, New Zealand. It's that, that's always cool. The seasons, that's always a cool thing. And I'm actually quite a big fan of astronomy. So I spent most of my time actually at night out looking at stars and just the fact that you see an entire sky you never see up in uh, the United States. That's what's really blows me away when I'm down in New Zealand. So,
0: yeah, yeah. that's, that's true actually. Cause I mean, I go to, I'm in LA at least once a year uh, my girlfriend she, she went to long beach state so we've got a lot of connections there and you know got a lot of friends there and that's one thing i i remember noticing is you know when you're out um there's this weird orange glow in the sky all the time and you can hardly see the stars whereas here you can you know we don't have that kind of light pollution
2: and everything yeah Yeah, no, it it utterly blown away, and and I gotta say, your your country should really take it as a tip on it, you know, a tap on the shoulder. As my wife, everywhere we go somewhere, she's born and raised from Southern California. She goes like, "Well, this is great, but I still love California." "Well, this is nice, but I miss California." She was she was just about to ball when we had to leave (laughs) Auckland after two weeks. So. Um, yeah, you know, you, you guys are obviously doing something right. And just, uh, man, I, I can't wait to be back. Um, sometime soon, hopefully a couple of years, we got to let the, we got to get a little one here. And, uh, <laughs> well, we uh, hope we, that we already have, we brought her a pet stuffed Kiwi already. So oh. believe us, no, as we brought, uh, we were, we were. We were forecasting that this year we would have a, an addition to the family. So believe me, we put a Kiwi in there already. So, That's And awesome. you guys will have to come up and, and visit as well. Oh, but there's one last thing. I have to. I, I, then I have to uh, jump up, but I wanted to t- talk about uh, Joe, your Uber story yes. from a couple of weeks ago. Yes. Now, I know you're from New Zealand, which does not have a service culture the same way the United <laughs> States does.
1: There but, is no tipping here.
2: I know there's no tipping here. And, and and believe me, we all who work here in California know that you know, know that there's no tipping here.
0: <laughs> hey, hey, when I come to California, I tip.
2: What percent?
0: Uh, 10 at the least. If I'm very happy, I'll give it a 15.
2: You, you got to move those numbers up. 20. And, if you, and, and here's why I'll tell you. And especially 20, especially if you're upset. Because then you get the right to go tell them, hey, I'm giving you 20%. But I want to tell you why you shouldn't get 20%. And that's the way you really get them. But I wanted to say, your Uber story, Well, I agree that that gentleman who you were riding with was being really creepy and annoying, you do realize that if their rating drops below like 4.8, they get canned from the entire operation, right?
1: Oh, there's so much power in my hands. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: much power. You, I don't mean to get all big Lebowski, but like his life was in your hands, dude. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> So I really so in your approach, then I should have given him five, and then I can tell him to his face that I didn't like his ride.
2: Yes, okay. absolutely. You give him a five, and you say here's why, because then it's really your power. You're saying <laughs> I'm giving you a five, but you didn't deserve it. And I'm going to give you the time right now, a day. Oh, and by the way, gents, I had to, I had to. This is a perfect dovetail back into what this podcast actually should be about and remain about. And thank you for talking me about. I I do have an opinion on this. Um, mcdavid crosby thing that you were talking about your your topic on what is the better rivalry the yep
0: rivalry. we haven't even touched on that yet but so you're gonna segue nicely into this
2: yeah it to- i am so tired as a hockey fan of hearing about crosby and ovechkin crosby and ovechkin they they could not be two different players it's literally like saying does is this bowler in cricket better than a guy who's a wicket keeper? Like, okay, maybe <laughs> he's the world's best wicket keeper and this guy's the world's best bowler, but they're two completely different positions. One's the left wings, one's a center. Okay? So they have entirely different responsibilities on the ice. I love the idea of old man Crosby now and young man McDavid, because they're both two dynamic centers, and that is a much better comparison. If 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 McDavid is better, then everybody says he should be then yes it should be more of those things of let's see who you know because Crosby by all rights should be at the top of his powers now like what 29 years old but McDavid is supposedly a franchise changer so follow McDavid's progress and yeah I think that's a much more compelling thing but then of course we run into the the problem of now Connor McDavid and Austin Matthews are (laughs) in Canada which is
1: I was about to say what do you what do you think of the Matthews McDavid rather than Matthews Crosby
2: uh Matthews McDavid, I I love that too. I mean, that's great, especially too because Austin Matthews is from the best hockey playing uh, country on earth, the United States.
0: Oh, you mean Mexico?
2: Oh no, the United <laughs> States. Well, I mean Scottsdale, Arizona. I mean, that's- <laughs>
0: yeah, that's right. We got to give Arizona some love.
2: <laughs> Gary Bettman should have gone up on stage, and when they announced that. That pick, like when they go from—I I know he played in in Zurich or wherever it was, Austin Matthews—but Gary Bettman should have just gotten up on stage and flipped off that crowd for <laughs> like just standing up there with his finger turned up whenever whenever they announced Matthews' name because that's just look—a guy born and raised in Phoenix, Arizona, is now the is now the franchise hope of your Toronto Maple Leaf.
1: So you reckon you reckon Gary Bettman should have just got up there and done that half baked scene where he just goes, "Fuck you." Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you. I'm out. And then just walked off.
2: <laughs> no, I mean, it, I mean, it was great. I, I, I love being a hockey fan from the United States because nothing's ever expected of us, whereas the pressure of expectation is everything on Canada. And so when we get these delightful moments like the World Juniors, when we just completely, completely just embarrass Canada at what its <laughs> national sport is, it's amazing. I the goaltender on the Ontario Reign right now is Jack Campbell, the the one of the goaltenders. And Jack Campbell was the goal goalie in net for Team USA in 2010 yeah. versus Canada at the World Juniors. That was and a great game. That, yeah, yeah, that was the island of misfit toys of a, of the United States. It was like, I mean, it wasn't a bad team, but it was mostly all defensemen. It was like the uh, Carlson, um, Cam Fowler, I think Madonna, was, yeah, McDonough. Chris, you know these guys, and then look look at this lineup for Team Canada: Nazem Qadri, Braden Shen, Taylor Hall, Jordan Eberle, uh, and Martin Jones in net. And they be and, and the United States beats Canada six to five in overtime in Canada. I mean, it's 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 why being an American hockey fan is the greatest thing.
0: It's because they're one of the Shen brothers. That's why.
2: Yeah. Exactly, and that worked out for the Los Angeles Kings trading Braden Shen. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. All right, Jonathan. And
2: it was nice talking to you guys and, Yeah,
0: thanks uh, thanks man. Um and
2: thanks for having me on. You're no you're worries. a great
0: man. You're a great
1: New Zealander.
2: And, oh, no. And uh um uh you know, um, keep your uh, uh you know, keep keep your st- uh, ship steady and uh we'll talk to you soon. See All right, you, buddy. Bye. All right. Take care. Bye. All right, that was uh
0: Jonathan Hawks, our buddy from uh the Ontario Rain. Now, I don't know if you can hear that, but that is my freaking landlord, property manager, whatever you want to call him, playing with his leaf blower. Just
1: firing up the leaf blower. Now, he
0: does this a lot and it's really fucking annoying. Um, But, well, I guess actually Jonathan, uh, yeah, kind of took over the podcast there a little bit. That was awesome. Give us a break.
1: We don't need to talk about the Crosby versus McDavid thing anymore because he's he's already finished that up.
0: (laughs) He did did touch on good points there. Uh, The one thing that I wanted to sort of look at uh, about that was I wanted to play this clip um, from... The last time that they play Which was this past week And of course Actually I can't even remember now This has honestly been the most craziest week for me Um, But I think the Oilers won in a shootout is nah, Penguins one? Penguins ones. Yeah. See there you go uh, But he, Crosby scored the uh, The winning goal I think Yeah And see this is the thing Is that Like like Jonathan was touching on You know We've had a decade of Crosby versus Ovechkin You know It's kind of been the NHL's Marketing thing uh, For quite a while And Especially NBC uh, SN You know <laughs> They go to town on that shit um, So if they Come together in the playoffs Like just It's gonna get You're gonna get it again Um but I've noticed... Because I, I, love, I love following Crosby. I love following McDavid. I noticed that, uh, especially in that last game, that they really step up when they play each other. So, it had a playoff atmosphere. It was insane. It was like all, really good. All, I mean, I watched the... Um, obviously you don't really have the time to watch every single game. But what, what I do uh, with NHL TV is I don't watch the recap. I watch the extended highlights. highlights. Um, the thing about that is also if you watch the, um,
1: recap, you know, who wins because the team with the broadcast, whoever's doing the broadcast is the team that always wins.
0: I think they just, I thought they just always showed the home broadcast. No,
1: no, no, it's, On the extended highlights, Mm. they show the home broadcast. Yeah. But on the recap, they always show the team that wins. Uh, So if you don't want to know who wins but watch highlights,
0: you watch the extended
1: ones and then it's a surprise.
0: See, that's a good tip. (laughs) But I always feel the extended highlights tell more of the story of the game. Uh, Yeah. Whereas the recap kind of just gives you the goals. And um, I was watching the extended highlights of the uh, Oilers-Penguins game and I I was just blown away at the intensity that Crosby and McDavid brought to that game. Um, so obviously, McDavid grew up watching Crosby. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen there was like a little there was a documentary about McDavid during his draft year that Sportsnet did, and um, it was cool transitions, freaking awesome, uh, done by my buddy Shaw Menard. Um, they go to his room in um, like no Erie, yeah Erie. And um, I was gonna say Lake Erie, but it's not Lake Erie; it's just Erie. Um, they, go, they go to his room. No, actually, so I think this must have been his his bedroom back home in uh, Newmarket, Ontario. Newmarket, yeah. And uh there's all this penguin shit everywhere. So I'm like, oh that's cool. Like, obviously, he's a big Crosby fan. um So yeah, this is. um They obviously asked him after the game what's what it's like to play against Crosby.
2: I know you talked down the Crosby thing, but now that the game's over and you and him really sort of went head to head a lot tonight, was it fun? Did you enjoy it? Is it different Sorry. playing against 87? Yeah, it is different.
1: Uh, to say it's a normal game is, is uh, it would be lying. Um, you know, obviously, it's someone that I looked up to my, my whole life and play against him is, is fun. Um, That's probably to my advantage. It's it's easier for, for me to get up to play against him
2: than, than it is for him to get so up to play against me. So um, I guess uh, it's a bit of an advantage for me, but um, definitely fun to play against him and a good challenge. Um, you know, he, he was making plays all night and uh, definitely something to have to, to work on in my D zone.
0: What gun is D zone? God, he's boring. Isn't he just boring? He's such a heavy breather too. <laughs> But um one thing I wanted to ask you is what do you make of him saying it's easier for me to get up to play against Crosby than it is for Crosby to get up to play against him
1: Well I guess he's kind of been he's been chasing Crosby and he's always been the media's always talked about him being the next Crosby for such a long time so I guess for him to play against him it's a, it's a natural kind of step up step up mm. whereas Crosby's just he's been blasting off people for the last 10 years <laughs> Like Every every person that comes at him he Is better than
0: Especially the New York Islanders
1: Exactly, yeah So the only person Crosby's really been Kind of chasing, I guess, would have been I mean, when he, when he started He was with Lemieux But then, other than that He's kind of been the heir apparent Since he started, really Yeah So now he's got someone Chasing his uh, little Penguin tails <laughs> His
0: little penguin tails <laughs> Uh Yeah, so I think I think here. I think we, you, I, and also uh, Jonathan Hawks. Were I think we were all on board here that the Crosby McDavid matchup is better than uh, Crosby ovechkin right?
1: Absolutely, ovechkin has got um, he's got too much gray hair now.
0: <laughs> gray <laughs> hair, missing teeth. He's yeah. is this old Russian man, but he, you know, he doesn't break down. Um, he he might be Yaga. He might stick around until he wins a cup if he ha- takes that long.
1: I want him to win a cup now, so yep. then he can just like not care about winning a cup anymore and then just try and score as many goals as possible to beat Gretzky's record. <laughs>
0: That'd be awesome. Um, now I just, I want to touch on this quickly. I don't, um, only quickly now because we're running out of time and shit, we have to get to work soon. But Justin Bieber is in Australia at the moment on his tour. He actually comes this way to New Zealand this week. Now he was in Melbourne over the weekend and he put in the request to uh, play with the Melbourne ice now, obviously, we all we all know that he loves to play hockey. We've all seen him getting smashed into the boards by Chris Pronger. We all love that photo. Um, so, you know, we would all think, okay, he's a good Canadian kid. He wants to play hockey. Um, and he put in the request, the Melbourne Ice, hey, I want to play uh, with you guys. Can you put together a team of players 23 and under? And I want this specific stick with this specific hockey tape. And, of course, they went through all that effort and he never showed up. And instead, that same day, he's seen enjoying a boat ride. Um, now, really, is he a good Canadian kid or not? He's a douchebag. <laughs> he is an absolute like, and I want the team to be 23
1: and under. Like, what, what is that about? Just so you no know, Chris Prongers can kill you into the boards.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh so obviously it, it got blown up a little bit um out of the we saw it in the, the Herald Sun wrote about it now whoever wrote it wrote that article went to town on the ice puns i read i read the article out uh, to my girlfriend and she was just like who the fuck wrote this um i'm just gonna give you guys a little example here Pop superstar Justin Bieber made a list of demands To play with Melbourne's top level ice hockey team last night But froze them out with an ice cold snub Now that pretty much that That's the article right there
1: When I, when I hear that I just imagine Horatio Kane from CSI Miami After he says those words And then puts on his sunglasses And then
0: <laughs> the Who play yeah. he be like deal with it <laughs> Yeah Yeah uh... I wonder if um, do you think you'd try to do the same thing in New Zealand? I hope so. You think he wants to play with the West Auckland Admirals or the Botany Swarm?
1: Uh, yeah, it would be. Um, uh, no, I reckon we should ban them. We should block them.
0: Bieber block. Bieber block. <laughs> just we'll have um, we'll have the or the Admirals standing there at the airport and just body check them back onto the plane. Yeah, yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Um, so, Beebs, you're not a good Canadian. Get that's uh that's our thought on that and because um, we're really who gives a fuck about bieber let's move on from that random acts of kindness going viral
1: yeah this was um uh, this is a great story a penguins fan was going to a game um and he had an extra ticket and he was trying to get rid of it couldn't couldn't get rid of it couldn't sell it uh so he was walking to the game and he saw a homeless guy outside and he um just offered him the ticket to go to the game with him and he went he obviously didn't believe him at first but eventually did believe him came in and um was singing he sung the entire national anthem and had tears in his eyes i think
0: that's pretty awesome
1: and then the great photo that you put up as well there's the picture of the the guy picture of the homeless guy <laughs> And then there's a guy in the background just crushing a beer. (laughs) Uh,
0: I know. And I think that's what a lot of people picked up on that photo is that because when it was in, you know, thumbnail size uh, on social media, that's all people could see is this dude in the background chugging a beer. It was like that he was getting after it. And that
1: oh yeah, what a great, what a great, um, random act of kindness that was that man. Yeah. And he bought, bought
0: him some chicken tenders during the intermission, um, no, oh, fuck. I was gonna call it the Console Energy Center, but it's not called that anymore, was it? PPG PPG paints. paints? Yeah, stupid. Um, they got good food there. Uh oh, you've bet, been there, haven't you? Yeah, I have. When it was the Console Energy Center, uh, I want to always call it that because it just sounds a lot better than PPG Paints Arena. Um, good food there. They've got like a pizza hut. In the um in the concourse there, there's a lot of good stuff. So it was awesome to see that you know, um, you know, the penguins fans obviously get a bad rap a lot, um, but this this is awesome to see. Now the one thing, obviously, when someone puts out this kind of thing, is you're always going to have the punishers, as you would call them. <sighs> yep. <laughs> Just being, you know, he's doing it for the clicks. He's doing it for the likes. Now. Yeah, maybe, but I would say in this instance, you know, he said, "I, I just, I'm posting this because I wanted to spread a little positivity on Facebook." And I feel like in this day and age, we all need that. Uh, and good, good on you, uh, Jimmy Maines, for for doing that. I really hope that you now have. I hope that you keep in touch with this guy, and I hope that you know maybe he's going to be like the um, what's his name, Tony X, Tony X. That's the yeah. one. I'm glad. I'm I'm so glad that you just we connected with our minds, was our there. minds. that was awesome I, I really hope that we now have kind of like another tony x here um who you know you've you've introduced the game to this to this guy now and um i think you did a really awesome thing there jimmy
1: it's up to the penguins now i reckon the penguins could make a um they could reach out to him yeah mm. and have him at um, maybe have him do like a ceremonial puck drop or something for a, a game coming up yeah exactly that'd be awesome just raise the awareness of homelessness in pittsburgh
0: yeah and just it's important issue. It is. I mean, it's an important issue I- anywhere. And you know, again, with the whole spreading positivity on Facebook because it's full of dirtbags, and Trump, and I- every other thing. But I, we both work in the news media, and a lot of I'm going to call. I'm just going to straight out and call them fuckwits. We have a lot of fuckwits posting stuff on Facebook video, um, you know, Facebook live. Of people now, this seems to be a problem. Uh, quite recently, you know, it's come to light in New Zealand. Quite recently, uh, the casual racism that we have in this country, and it's in bullying and all that bad stuff, you know. And people are filming it. People, you know, they'll be like girl fights, or there was a there was a video of uh, these two teenagers picking on this poor autistic kid who was freaking out, and obviously scared for his life. And and then also you've got you know there was an incident in Huntley uh, and there was there's been a couple more recently where people of like the Muslim faith or um, you know Sikh or Punjabi people being targeted and you know and saying you know get the fuck out of my country blah blah blah. Now, think of this from my perspective is that when you post that shit. Or even just doing that kind of stuff. When you do an act, an asshole act like that, it will always come to light. Especially now in this day and age, we all have phones and we all film these things and you put them up. Well, yeah, you put them up, the person that's been attacked. Now, I think it's good that they're doing that because, you know, it's highlighting the issue. But then... You have people like us who now have to blur everything within an inch of its inch, every frame by frame of every person in that video for a legal standpoint. So, uh, we don't get into trouble and, or, you know, because a lot of these things, sometimes I might go to court. So, you know, (laughs) things happen there. Um, I just, I'm so sick of it. Like it's, I feel like every week now uh, I'll come to work and I'll sit down and be like, Hey, I have this video of someone being an asshole and I need you to blur it. You have not, it takes a long time. (laughs) Honestly, it takes so long and I know why we blur it. But at the same time, I'm like, I just want these assholes to get caught. And I just, I think we all need to be, we all need to treat each other with a lot more respect than what we do. And there's quite obvious when you watch these videos, some of them are just, I don't know. There was one where this guy was, you know, he was having a, It was, it was a road rage incident and he was having to go with this guy, this Indian dude who was Facebook living the whole thing. And the, I just, I hate hearing the whole fuck off, get out of my country thing. Like yeah, what so is what
1: you're not a human being. If you're doing that to other human
0: beings. Yeah. Like, Especially, you know, if someone says, oh, but I'm born here, I'm a New Zealander. No, you're not, fuck off, get out of my country. Just, you know, just Where did you
1: come from? You you weren't born... Well, you were, I guess you were born here, but no one is kind Mm of completely native of New Zealand. Everyone travelled here at some point.
0: Yeah, no, nothing gives you that right to treat someone that way. Just because of the colour of your skin versus the colour of their skin. That means nothing. Um, Just, can we... New, New Zealand as a whole, can we all just treat each other better? That's that's all I really wanted to say there. Um, now, to move on from that, I want to bring up something. Let's get in the positive. Let's yeah, let's get, get in, get in the, positive. the positive. I want to talk about Uber Eats. Have you tried it yet? No, I haven't. And I, I probably won't be allowed
1: now after um, Jonathan called me out on my uber practice so i'm probably
0: not even allowed to even order through the system anymore see now that's the thing you know you mentioned um well jonathan mentioned that once a driver's rate rating goes down uh by a certain amount that they're not allowed to drive for uber anymore if a if a user of uber 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 uh does the same kind of thing if their rating goes down because remember the drivers can also rate the users um do you get banned that's what I want to know.
1: I reckon it's a high possibility. <laughs> <It's> a high <laughs> One possibility. day, Joe,
0: you might get banned. But anyway, Uber Eats uh, launched uh, shit just a few days ago, actually. And I tried it out. I got uh, poutine and wings from Al's Deli delivered to me on Saturday. It was freaking amazing. Honestly, like I, I took a photo of it and I posted it and I was like, what a time to be alive. It
1: is a great I live out west, so can I get it out there? Or is it only central?
0: I think it's central right now. Uh, I was, uh, it'll grow, but you know, I think we got to get um, we got to get poutine delivered here. Ah, oh,
1: for, for a podcast. For a
0: podcast. That's a great idea. Yeah. Obviously not. We, I wasn't going to do it today. I was like, yeah, let's do it today. But then, <sighs> yeah, Poutine it is, for
1: breakfast is a. It's a. Um, that's hearty. <laughs> it creates a path for your day. <laughs> yeah. Which is a difficult one.
0: Yeah. Uh that's why I didn't do it. Um, I thought that would kill us for the for the rest of the day. Uh, but we'll do it another time. It is freaking awesome. Uber Eats. If uh, Unfortunately, it is only Auckland Central right now. But I hope it grows. And can you just imagine uh, um, just the amazingness of if you're hungover and being able to order that kind of food and not have to go out? It's amazing. See, I had a similar
1: idea when I was in university. It was called... 800 munchies. And so you you would ring up this number and they would ask you, what have you been doing? And you would tell them what you'd been doing. And then they would ask you, what would you like? And you'd be like, uh, can I have a tub of peanut butter, some white bread and some hundreds and thousands. And they would go and get you whatever you wanted, which is kind of what this is. But are you, are you allowed to get things from the supermarket
0: or is it just? No, no, no. It's, it's from restaurants. Okay, right. <laughs> that is a that's still a good idea i mean i know countdown on that do delivery but i don't think it would be that kind of level
1: and not at 3 a.m
0: yeah i oh, eat hundred munchies i like that <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome i guess we probably have to wrap wrap this up now and we yeah, have-
1: jonathan talked for such a long time <laughs> god fuck, <laughs> way to take over the <laughs> podcast
0: jonathan just so american of him <laughs> Uh, no, we, uh, we really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, I think, was awesome. yeah, I, it could be a regular thing. I've, i there was stuff that we wanted to talk about and didn't even get a chance to, but Hey, that happens every week on the show. Um, there's, you know, unfortunately I'm still trying to get Grace Harrison, uh, on the show because I feel like you know, at least someone in the New Zealand media needs to highlight what an awesome season she's having. And it might as well be us since well, no one else seems to really be interested and, um, unfortunately, you know, they had a chance, the St. Lawrence Saints had a chance of making the NCAA frozen four. Um, but almighty Boston college stood in their way and they lost six, nothing over the weekend. Um, but putting that aside, Grace Harrison has had an amazing season. We'll go, we will go through her stats when we have her on the show, but they're pretty freaking impressive. Um, like it's NHL elite goalie yeah. levels. It's insane. Um, so we hope to have you have her on the show soon, but, uh, we're going to wrap this up with, um, with, we mentioned that taking back Sunday is, uh, in the country. Uh, they're tonight. Joe's going, I'm not, I'm, I could go. Um, I thought I got my work rosters messed up and I thought I was working a late shift, which would have been actually quite handy today. Cause I'd be able to bust out this podcast before I go to work. Um, but I'm not. And, but I have a ton of weddings that I need to finish. So, I'm being the responsible adult and not going out. And uh, I'm doing work instead. You're going to miss
1: out. You're going to miss out. It's going to be a good show.
0: Yeah, I'm sure Sarah's going to come home. She'll you know, have a great time with you and Helen and, and I'll be super jealous. But uh, New Zealand Band Decades are opening for Taking Back Sunday.
1: Yeah, we, we, play, we play them on Radio Horeki and... Um... I think they're from Christchurch. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's a pretty good gig to be
0: opening for Taking Back Sunday. Yeah, I know the the singer, Emma, uh, She's used to be in another band called Ashay. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't know if I said that correctly. I'm pretty sure I've always got it wrong. Who knows? Uh, but anyway, this is Decades uh, with the latest single. They'll be, yeah, they'll be smashing it out tonight with Taking Back Sunday. And uh, yeah, we're Gear Podcast. Hit us up on uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Gear Podcast. Remember to subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud. You know, tell all your friends about us, um, and you know, let's grow this frickin' thing. Well said. Well said. Puck Year, It's New Zealand's hockey podcast. Subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or with your favorite podcatcher. Follow the guys on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Puck here Podcast. Now you know, just